1: 77 WABC Boy this is Sid and Friends in the morning friends, how many
2: of us have been 77 WABC Dan Morrison is 78 years old today. 841 on your Thursday morning. Been a a fun show. Terrific show. But this is it. This is as big as it gets. There's not one segment all week long. Not one. Who even comes close to the ratings that O'Reilly and Rosenberg get. 840 on a Thursday morning. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights. Right here on WABC, his own website, BillOReilly.com. His interviews... His TV shows, his columns, absolute brilliance, really is. His Killing series continues to kill it with Killing the Witches coming out next. And, of course, I'm honored that he thought of me and put together this big show, what's called New York State of Mind, comes your way October the 27th, Paramount Theater, Huntington, Long Island, a night uh, out with O'Reilly and Rosenberg. Here he is, the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Hey I hear uh
0: Chaz from is going to be at the show
2: that he's, is he's true that I was with Chaz last night in fact, and he is absolutely one thousand percent coming to the show
0: yeah, we got a lot of celebrities coming in. It's pretty interesting uh I miss a what were you what were you doing last night
2: i was I uh, got together with a couple of my uh, acting buddies and uh just kind of you know shooting the uh, blank blank blank. Hoping for okay, this uh, stupid strike to end at some point.
0: You guys you guys call that acting? Is that what I'm <laughs> hearing? <laughs>
2: come on. Yeah. You're right come about on. that.
0: <laughs> um, I got a solution to your sleep problem here. Yeah. So I hope Captain Matides is listening. Uh, he needs to buy you a Lazy Boy, and you need to do the show in the Lazy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the spots come on, because sometimes there's a lot of spots. You grab 10, 15 minutes. You know what I'm talking about? I do, yes. Somebody throws water on you, and you come back, and you can pick up a few hours doing that four-hour shift you do.
2: That's a brilliant idea, but an even better idea. And I only know about this because of you, just so you know, because as far as I know, only Bill does this. What if I change my schedule, Bill, from my hectic schedule to Joe Biden's? daily schedule (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: i mean that would be the solution (laughs) every day on the no spin news which is accessible on billoreilly.com and a lot of other places and you hear the no spin news at nine o'clock on common sense on wabc take the audio so every day we put up biden's schedule and every day there's nothing on the schedule he has lunch with kamala uh, he goes to the head. They're even putting that on now um, because the guy is um, basically he comes down late. This is what I understand from people working in the White House now. He comes down. Uh, Trump came down late, too. This is what Trump's schedule was. Trump would wander down about 10 a.m. to the Oval Office, immediately down three Diet Cokes. He uh, he drank 12 a day. Really? Um and then, but he would work through 7 o'clock at night. Now, And he was, you know, he had meetings and calls, and it was a fairly extensive schedule. When I was researching the book The United States of Trump, which if you care about Donald Trump, that's the book you need to get, I watched and saw, and they didn't put on a show for me. I mean, the schedule was made in advance. But Biden, he didn't do that. So he wanders down and sometimes in his jammies, and then they have to say, look, Mr. President, you've got to go back up and put on a jacket. Oh, you know, come on. You can't have to feed in the jammies here in the Oval Office. Um, he comes down, and Jill comes down with him. Jill is always by his side. And then he's, you know, he just meanders around, and he reads the teleprompter once a day to do something, and then he'll meet with the president of Costa Rica. You know, what is that about? In Costa Rica, mm. but that's it.
1: That's
0: and it. And now he's got he's got uh, Labor Day weekend. He's going to be out in Rehoboth Beach. Now I'm I don't want anything to happen to Joe Biden. So don't get in that ocean. They are ripped tides <laughs> like I've never seen. I'm I'm staring at the ocean right now out in Eastern Long Island. I mean it is bad. They closed Jones Beach because of these tides because there's a huge full moon and uh, all the storms out in the Atlantic. And, and I mean, I won't even go in. Wow, I'm a big ocean.
2: Guy. No, I know you are. I, I thought maybe it was the sharks. I had no idea it was the top. But you know, no. the way you describe yeah, Biden, you know, I have an understanding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so they, uh,
0: biting me does not get anyone anywhere.
2: Yeah. Well, the way you describe them, you know, it, it's almost it almost garner sympathy. Old man can't figure it out. whittled with dementia. Tired. It almost gone with sympathy, but then you go oh, hold on a second. He's a criminal. He's a crook. Well, not yet. No, no, not he no, no, no he is. He hasn't he hasn't been it hasn't been proven yet. He hasn't gone to jail yet, but you can bet your bottom dollar, Bill, he's a criminal. So
0: well for if me you were I,
2: betting, I yeah. know you've given that up. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: <laughs> odds are that you're right. Right. Okay, but I'm I'm really a fact based guy here. So I do feel sorry for Joe Biden. The villain here is Jill Biden. Yes. His wife. Yeah. Who loves the power so much that she just won't put an end to this madness. Now, you mentioned Mitch McConnell earlier. T- today he should resign. Today. All right? And then uh, Dianne Feinstein, the senator from California, she should resign today. These people are not doing any good for their country. But you know what it reminds me of?
2: Their power. But here's what it reminds me of. People who get angry at the illegals, migrants, whatever you want to call them, asylum seekers. And the truth is, it's the system. It's the politicians who wouldn't come here from Honduras. It's kind of the same thing with the McConnells. Forgetting about whether you like their politics or not, there's no reason why somebody 80, 85, 90 years old should be serving. I mean, Bernie Sanders, too. I mean, that's that's part of the broken system. hate Weinstein, I hate to say it, Bill, she's too old. Well Diane Feinstein doesn't know where she is. Right. Literally does not
0: know where she is. That's true. So I mean, they're not helping their country. They're hurting their country. And they all Biden should resign, McConnell should resign, and Feinstein uh, should resign. Because they are incapable of doing their jobs. It's just, it's just like an athlete when you when look, Carlos Carrasco on the Met. He's a good guy, but Carlos can't get anybody out. (laughs) All right. He can't. Well, you know, Carlos, you, you got to say, look, Carlos, you were a great pitcher. We love you, but you know, 12 year olds are hitting triples (laughs) off you. All right. You can't, you can't do it anymore. True. But the the thing about these people, they don't want to relinquish the power. And that is why we should have term limits. Correct. Okay. Now Kathy Hochul's term limit should be three hours. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay, she's elected three hours. I'm sorry, Kathy. You got to go back to uh, upstate New York and and look at the canals up there. Whatever you do up there, I don't know what you
2: do. Well, it is. But, uh, it's amazing that how much uh, little respect she gets. Too, she showed up at the White House yesterday to talk about this uh, migrant issue, and the president wouldn't even meet with her. He never met with he her. was
0: taking a nap. <laughs> he was taking a nap. You can't go in there at nap time. It's true.
2: You're right. You've got to coordinate it.
0: On the four hours that he's actually awake during the day, that's when you do the
2: meeting.
1: It's such a mess.
0: The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to
1: digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice.
2: And now you've got Hochul fighting with Adams. And Adams, Adams taking time out of his busy day when he gets back from Israel in the Hamptons to call my friend Curtis Slewa a buffoon, I mean they're all buffoons. They call other people who's bigger buffoons than them. Look, the thing that I object that
0: I object to most of all is that Hochel and Adams will not tell the truth to New Yorkers that it's their party and the leader of their party, the president, who caused this mess a hundred percent, and and the mess is going to now these children. Are going to show up you saw it today a bunch of articles today the migrant children are going to public school and a lot of them can't even speak the language and you know the other kids are going to persecute these migrant children you know what's gonna happen I taught high school I saw it and these poor kids I mean you're dropping them into a, a, a terrible situation the Board of Ed in New York has no clue On how to deal with these kids, what you have to do is is put them in separate classes and give them intensive English, um, but they won't. I mean, it's just – it's one after another after another after another. And if you think that you're not going to be paying more taxes to uh, support the billions of dollars that state has to pay to support hundreds of thousands of foreign nationals that are pouring in here, you're crazy. They have to raise taxes, and we're the highest tax state in the union. <laughs> it's going to take a rebellion on the part of the citizens of New York state, and I'm seeing it form Staten Island is the nexus, but that's going to spread and and the county executives have said, "No, we're not taking them, Eric Adams. don't bust them here because if you do, we're going to sue your butt off, and that's what's going to happen. So Adams now is caught got nowhere to send these migrants and he's got nowhere to put them and whose fault is it joe the nap biden if you want to use an organized crime moniker
2: (laughs) i like that for joe the nap but of course it is joe's fault but uh it's eric's fault too because Not that long ago, he was telling everybody, we're a sanctuary city, come one, come all. He was putting them up in four-star hotels. He was, you know, he thought of himself basically as, uh, you know, baby Santa. And now, now that he's been overwhelmed, oh, my God, now what? But now it's too late. So Biden is the root cause of the problem. But Eric Adams, he doesn't get away unscathed. No, he's an enabler. He's a virtue seeker. Okay, that's why he
0: did it. Oh, we have the Statue of Liberty. Oh, give us your poor Okay. We are the most compassionate nation on earth, the United States. If you look at the uh, donations that people make and and the aid that the country gives all over the world, there's nobody comes close to us. But you've got to do it in a way that doesn't hurt your own people. That's what these politicians, they virtue signal all day long. But who are they hurting? Their own people. That's what this... No bail laws. oh, we have to we have to give the criminals a, another chance. It's just misguided Society made them do it. Oh, we can't put them in jail. We can't do the incarceration industry. Right. Well, who gets hurt? The people getting pushed on the subway tracks. So there's none of that in this this culture of virtue seeking. There's no thought to unintended consequences. And Adams and Hochul, I mean, these are poster people for that. They're poor. Look, I like Adams. I think that if I could have a three-day seminar with Adams, I might be able to turn him around. I don't know. Okay? I don't know, but I I, I give it a shot. Hochul is hopeless. Hopeless. Not intellectually up to the job. Cannot do the job. Okay? And you know who knows that? Andrew Cuomo.
2: Oh, he knows. Of course he does. If
0: he's he's going to try to make a comeback. Yeah. And I think at this point, if the election were today, he'd beat Hokel.
2: He probably would um, because you're right. She's that inept. And and you're right about Adams, too. And I tried that. You know, we, we've we had many dinners and many lunches. You know, he, he and I got very close. And he no, would... but, I, but no, no, here's the problem. I wouldn't give him any food unless he passed the test. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No reward. Because he seemed like he got it. He seemed like he got it. And he'd come back, and we'd have this really engaging conversation. He seemed like he, not only did he get it, but he was about to do something that was unconventional, uh, something against what he does ordinarily. And then when it came time to do it, he wouldn't do it. Well, look, I'm
0: not buying these two Oakland Adams until they go down to D.C. and stand outside the White House gates on Pennsylvania Avenue with signs saying Joe Biden's responsible for the migrant carnage. Love it. Once they do that, then I might um, engage with them. I'm with you. And I'm tired of this phony business. Me too. These are phonies. I know. You know. I was raised in Levittown. You know what happens to phonies, and this is part of our show at the Paramount Theater. You know what happens to phonies in Brooklyn and in Levittown? These people are phonies. I know. Oh, no, no. We got to take everybody. And then when everybody shows up, they go, oh, oh, well, where's the money? Where's my Oh, come
2: on. Ridiculous. The whole thing is absurd. Well, I'm going to move from them to Trump. And I say this to you all the time, not because I'm blowing smoke your way, because I love you, but I mean it. I don't know anybody who did or does a better job of interviewing Trump than you, only because you're not afraid of him. And for some reason, maybe it's respect, I don't know, for some reason he allows you to be that way. So even during that um, miraculous 2015-2016 run, you would hold Trump's feet to the fire and he would come back. And I loved it. So he's back on my show again tomorrow, here tomorrow, again, 8.40. And if you were sitting with me or you were doing the interview instead, what is the most pressing question you've got right now for President Trump?
0: Okay, number 1, you have to set the interview up with him so he hears what you say. He says, Look, and you can do it any way you want because you're obviously, you know, a professional, you know what you're doing. Thank you. But you can say, "Look, I talked to O'Reilly yesterday and he sends his regards." You you mention my name and and all the, his eyebrows are going to go up. <laughs> and he suggested O'Reilly suggested, that we do a fact-based interview now, okay, that we don't do um, the same stuff that we've heard a million times before. Let's leave that on the campaign trail. Let's leave that for truth social. Um, So basically, you you ask him, number one, okay, who is your lead
2: attorney? I, I don't even know. Do you know who his lead attorney is? Well, he's got different, like, Takapina's on two cases, Hoppers on two cases, Tide's on three cases. Suzanne, they're they're all over the place, these people. I don't know. but that's what I mean. You need a coordination because
0: this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Eventually, these cases, depending on what happens, are going to wind up in the Supreme Court. So it's, it's a little technical, but you'll be able to get a grasp on what is your legal strategy. Mr. President, what is it? You did the Mar-a-Lago thing. You can say you didn't do anything wrong, but a year and a half they wanted the documents back, and you didn't send them back. That's a tough piece. Out of all of them, that's the one that he has the most deficit on. And then what would be fun would be for him to you to mention the candidates. On the debate stage, you don't have to mention Hutchinson and Burgum, the North Dakota guy, would say, you saw the debate. I mean, he may, may say no, but he did. What do you think of Haley? What do you think of Vidak? What do you think of this? That would be pretty interesting. Yeah. And then who are you looking at for VP? Right. Tim Scott? You looking at him? Christy Noem in South Dakota? She's certainly, with all her television commercials, campaigning for vice president. No doubt she is. And then I would ask him, "Don't you think DeSantis did a good job in Florida?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm... he did. DeSantis may be a terrible campaigner, but he did a good job in Florida.
2: Ah, but he did Trump, a good job Trump,
0: Trump, with the hurricane.
2: Yeah, but Trump is already on. Trump is already on record saying he did not do a good job in Florida. In well, fact, challenge COVID. him. I know. Challenge him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say, so look,
0: the guy. You know, he says, if you loot, we'll shoot. That's pretty good. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. I agree. So, and and Trump lives in Florida. He knows no state tax there. He knows Trump himself has saved tens of millions of dollars by living in Florida. True. So, anyway, you know, you got to get as specific as possible with him. And and, how long is he going to be on, you know? Uh,
2: Anywhere between 12 and 15 minutes.
0: All right. That's not a long time because he can filibuster on his socks for 12 minutes. So yeah. you're going to have to, you know, set some ground rules in the beginning. Very polite, very funny. Yeah. The lighter you keep it, ask serious questions, but the lighter you keep it, you keep them off the defensive. One of the reasons I did very well with him in interviews was I didn't put him on the defensive. I didn't do what Megyn Kelly did.
2: Right. Right. Okay. Yep.
0: But – you know, legitimate questions are legitimate questions. But i mean, if you—if you can run down with him what he thinks about all his challengers. Yep. Um, I think that'd be
2: pretty fascinating. It's going to happen. It's already on. It's already written down. That is going to happen. In- By the way, as you wrap this up, talking about Megyn Kelly, I heard you say this morning for almost eight years to the day when she asked him that question and he responded, and I quote, only Rosie O'Donnell classic.
0: Yes. uh, Look, that Kelly thing, and and I defended her at the time. Um, The question was legitimate about his tone and um, selection of words in describing women he didn't like, but she came out at it because she is a lawyer as a prosecutor. And that's what you gotta stay away from with Trump, because if he believes you're attacking him by asking him a question, then it's gonna blow up.
2: No, then you're done. Right. No, no, we don't want to do that. We want to get him back every couple of weeks. We're doing good with that, so we don't want to upset him. Yeah. We're not gonna pull a Brett Bayer here, I can tell you that <laughs> Anyway, um, it'll be a good interview. I'll be listening.
0: And, uh, you know, I, you got to get a little rest, though. You got to get a little rest.
2: Maybe I'll go to your house in Montauk and spend a couple of days. Yeah, just make sure you tell me so I'm not here. <laughs> Are we sold out yet on October 27th? What's left uh, with that? They just released, this is interesting. They, they released 70 primo tickets. They usually don't do this. But
0: the demand for tickets is so high that they, you know, I, I think they blew out a wall <laughs> close to the stage. So there's seventy-seven zero that if you really want a good view, they just put them on sale. So we want people to go to Ticketmaster and the Paramount Theater and Huntington you buy on BillOReilly.com. It's going to be a show nobody, you're never going to forget it. It's going to be funny, but it's going to be, you know, personal to
2: everybody who comes i can't wait hey enjoy your uh, labor day monday another great 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 conversation you're the best i love you we'll do it again next week bill thank you so much okay thanks for having me always fun my man bill o'reilly check him out tonight and every weeknight 9 p.m right here on wabc